And there you have it, folks. So that has been a, a staple of our introducing the daily huddle. But today we have a challenger. Shay, yeah. show we, me. We might we might wind up having a new intro song. Sorry, Mike Bear. So. Timmy Trumpet, baby. Give me Timmy Trumpet. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm, I'm not saying we're changing it, but it uh, definitely rivals the Noodleberg Daily Huddle Beautiful. Well, I have put a call in, and I believe that every time before I make a presentation, that gentleman will play the his trumpet and just oh, welcome man. me to the stage, baby. I would love to see somebody playing the bugle before every time you walk on the stage. Like that would really make my day it really would for those who want to know we are still having bullshit with linkedin so get your asses over to youtube where yeah. it's a beautiful clean signal we are in full sight so unfortunately it's black screen on the mobile it's good on desktop but uh good morning subscribe. good morning search go out and find it subscribe the noodleberg daily, daily huddle channel on youtube so find us there um, we got lots of great stuff. Mark did an amazing, amazing, amazing job last night, which we will talk about after Wake Up Music. But before we do that, um, there are a couple of little housekeeping things. Dorcas, who's here regularly, and I know she, she can't be here live. It's because she's cooking up breakfast for somebody. Uh, it's her birthday, so give us a happy birthday, Dorcas. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, Dorcas. Thanks for being such a great member of the huddle. I got to tell you, everybody just migrating over to YouTube so easily, so effortlessly. Great stuff. Come on. Let's see the numbers jump over there. Mark, we were on a, a Zoom call yesterday with a couple of gentlemen who are doing some great things in the online training space. Share the share the stuff, dude. Well, just you know, you you in the in the motto of getting one percent better every day. You're always looking at ways to improve. You're always looking at ways to continue to move forward. And we had the opportunity to spend time with Brad and Jeff Lee yesterday, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, cool to meet Brad because he is exactly who his content says he is. And I told him up front in the beginning of the call, I said, look, I follow you on social and I feel like I know you. And he said, if you follow me on social, you do know me. Yeah. So uh, it was really great to, to get to meet him, 
to learn more about Lightspeed VT, which it's important that you know that it's Lightspeed VT and not TV, because that could be a disastrous problem if you were to put the wrong thing into the internet. Uh, but if but it was great. Get it wrong. Just make sure there's no kids around. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Which was a great story that he shared about what happened when he messed that up. But really great stuff. Excited to explore the future with what they have going on and ways to take get on the ball to new levels. And so, you know, the takeaway there is we are constantly striving to get 1% better every day. That's what the strategy meetings are about. That's what the accountability is all about. We're constantly doing that. Mark spoke last night about LinkedIn, which, as I said, we'll do that after the uh, the wake-up music. But one last thing, he's talking about LinkedIn like crazy last night. I get out, I check my phone, boom, there's a post on LinkedIn by Michael Browers, who uh, is thanking me for being there during the pandemic, which is what Mark talked about in his speech. And he's working on a caricature of me. So uh, thank you, Michael. You made it to the, the morning, the daily huddle. Thank you for your support. It is my pleasure. I'm glad that- It's uh, a great drawing. It's spot on. I can tell, like, it's like, fantastic. I opened up LinkedIn, I saw the post and I was like, is that my dad? Like, what, what is happening? And then I read the post and I was like, oh my God, that is my dad. All right, so wait a minute. Wait, should I be like nervous that this dude is drawing me? Man? No, I think it's great stuff. I think it's, it's awesome. Shay, wake our asses up because we got stuff to do today. Thursdays is usually your day, but seeing that this was your event last night, I'll, I'll step in and uh, okay, so I like the story. Um, so Mark gets invited by Casey Delapena. Casey's here this morning, by the way. Uh, Heisenberg works um, because uh, Breaking Bad, when that was out, I was really popular. All I had to do was wear the hat. And, <laughs> and um, so Casey uh, does an event called uh, Rising Leaders. There's Sandra Murphy. She was there last night. Wait, that who, is uh, correct. Kevin Jean was there last night. A lot of people rolling in from the event last night that are here this morning. So thank you to you guys and uh, great stuff. It's really cool to see all the folks. Uh, so that was us last night. We showed up to support Mark. They invited Mark to speak about being an influencer. And Mark, I think you absolutely knocked it out of the park. And, and in your post today, you followed it up that the word influencer has gotten ruined. So jump in and give our huddle tribe here the benefit of what you shared last night. Yeah. So I think, you know, my, my point was, is that, you know, everybody I think got there thinking, oh, social media influencer, hundreds of thousands of followers, likes and comments, which that is not what the word influencer means. Social media has taken that word and moved it to that place where you immediately think of 
followers, likes, and comments now instead of when you look back on your life and you think about the people of influence that you've had, they've all been people that you've admired, that you've respected, that you've trusted. But most of all, it's been people that you've had a relationship with, somebody that you've known, somebody that has been there in your corner, whether they be a teacher, a coach, a parent, a best friend, whatever it is, a mentor, that to me is being an influencer. And so when you look at it and then say, okay, well, how do I become an influencer within my community? How do I become a person of influence within my network and within my community? That's really what our get on the ball training did for me. That's what LinkedIn like a pro taught me was how to build relationships as fast as I possibly could not to sell anybody anything, but to build a lot of trust, a lot of rapport, a lot of respect, so that if I could solve a problem for somebody, I would get that opportunity. And that's really what it was all about last night. I mean, for me to walk out, first of all, for me to watch you and basically understand that this is your content now. And I basically talk about this all the time. When you go out to learn, learn it like you got to teach it, you know, like, boom, let me digest it. You did. The way you framed it up was, listen, I've been a disciplined guy and a process guy my whole life. So whatever I take in, I'm rattling around. I'm really digesting it and then putting it back out there. The way you described it, the way you are absolutely comfortable in your own skin, being that outlier where most people are spamming and you showed some great examples of people who just don't get it. You know, Hey, uh, can I help you out with your healthcare practice? Dude, I don't have a healthcare practice. <laughs> right, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what, what are you doing? You completely wasted your time <laughs> and mine. Shame on you, you know? So, <laughs> right. um, but the look on people's faces was like, all right, wait a minute. I'm hearing something different here. Wow, I didn't know. And so it was great to sort of look around that audience. It was a great venue. Um, it, there was so much good takeaways. And then I leave, and the exact validation was Michael Browser. Right. Saying, you know, I, I haven't spoken to him in two years. He's, he came on board at the beginning of the pandemic for the exact reason why we do what we do, because we wanted to be there for other people who needed to be part of something, needed to, you know, you know, listen and felt, feel, you know, together because a lot of people were just disassociated. And two years later, just happens to be after he says, you say what you say. There's another shining example of how Michael is educating his audience about me. Exactly. That's fucking influence, man. That's exactly correct. And we actually have another guest to bring on to the show today that talks about influence and how to build your network. One of our network members, one of our good friends, your good friends, Jesse Itzler. Show me Jesse's video about how he got on people's radar. My marketing strategy is right out of college was get on people's radar. And it was always intuitively to communicate one way, to never ask for anything. It's just showing these folks, anyone in my network, that I'm thinking about them. In, in a world where everyone's asking for stuff, I'm thinking about you. To my customers, to my prospects, my network is inclusive and it's one way. 
It's also consistent. Every day when I go to pick up my kids now that school started, I get there a little early, I do carpool. While I'm sitting there waiting for my kids to come out, I make a phone call to a friend. I make a phone call to an old teacher. I make a phone call to an old coach. I make a phone call to someone I was on their podcast. So I take advantage of the efficiencies to find time to get on my phone or send a DM or a text or an email to someone to plant a seed. So I don't know. He states it so clearly and so plainly, but that was my point to everybody as I was showing those examples is everybody is showing up with an ask. Everybody in LinkedIn immediately goes, this is my place to get my ask in front of somebody instead of figuring out a way to show up saying, I'm thinking about you or on a daily basis. Like we talked about content sharing, you know, and I was like, stop posting things thinking about what everybody else is going to think about it. If you've got value, if it's got value to you, then share it. That's the whole point is I'm sharing this because I think it might be valuable to you. I'm thinking about you. I'm sharing this with you. You know, so obviously, you know, I love Jesse. He's so genuine and authentic. He's living his life. And if you want to be part of it, great. And if right. not, you care less. I mean, right. it has nothing to do with his money or what he's done before. He's just not interested in your opinion, you know, which is really, really fascinating. I, I, I love that. I'm going to be with him at the end of uh, the beginning of October, which I'm super jacked about. But he talks about a couple of things like getting on someone's radar is difficult because people are defending. Well, I'm not letting right. you in because you want to sell me something for healthcare practice. Right. You're a moron. You know, so, <laughs> why would I waste my time with you? So, so getting on the radar is one piece of it. And then which LinkedIn helps. And then staying on their radar is even harder. So somebody asked last night and listen, I could have devoured this person <laughs> it's like well which is better a newsletter or you know like yeah <laughs> what, what what was the last newsletter you read if i sent you my newsletter do you give a shit about what i have to say you're not reading the whole newsletter it's gone man here's everything about me and it's three pages and it's got all right there's when you could drip 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 on me all the time every single day and you were spectacular when you go that's my newsletter <laughs> i think she was stunned i really do because yeah. that's what traditional marketing is oh i'm going to put together a newsletter because you know that's just our statement that's our marketing right. it's complete waste of time and space the time and was, so that to me is what jesse talks about is he's not showing up about him he didn't use himself to get on people's radar he used them to get on their radar. How do I figure out how to get on your radar based on who you are, based on what's important to you? How do I show up in your world where it, I can get on your radar because of something that you and I can connect on? That It's about you. It's not about me. It's about you. Well, you know, so he's a runner or for those that follow him, he's really into sauna, you know, so he's sharing a unique um, genuine piece of himself, not asking you to go, oh, I approve of that. He's just telling you, hey, I like to do this. I like to run. You know, Jake showed me something from David Goggins, you know, like yeah. Joe Rogan asked him, like, what's the longest you've ever run? It was 175 like 175 miles. <laughs> like, dude, man, that's what they have planes for. 
(laughs) But, you know, so I think David does it to sort of guilt you into doing stuff. Jesse doesn't do that. His style is so unique, but they both have lots of people to follow them. And, you know, whether it's for inspiration, activation, perspiration, you know, all the things that we talk about, you get something out of it more than I want you to spend money. Which that to me is there's there's a distinct difference between the way Jesse feeds his audience and the way David feeds his, even though they're using the same tactic. They're both using social media. They both they get two very different outcomes. One, I would say David is motivation. It's trying to get you that shot of adrenaline to go, Okay, I can push myself to do something hard, which is a very short period. It's a burst. And it's not long lasting, whereas Jesse is teaching you the fundamentals that have led him to success and offering you real knowledge and real value on how to sustain and build success, which is two very different things. Jesse's opening up about here's how I did what I did and why I did it and why it might help you, whereas David is just browbeating you into you need to be tough. Two very different things. It works. Right. David has lots of people who follow him, but I don't think he's a true influencer in the word of having that relationship with his followers where people would follow Jesse to do almost anything. I think, you you know, so in continuing, you know, his thought track, by the way, those two don't speak anymore. Jesse put uh, David on the map. They don't speak because David is all about David. And, and, And that rubbed Jesse the wrong way. But he also talked about being inclusive. Come with me. Come on. Come on in. You know, however you come in, you want to buy my calendar? Great. Don't buy my calendar. You want to do this? You want to climb a mountain with me? Great. You know, all the things he's doing is, come on, let's go to That was part of my conversation with Howie last night is as the director of business development for On The Ball, he's creating an inclusive environment for everybody he meets by just saying, hey, come to the huddle. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not trying to push anything on you. Here's a way for you to get involved with us and become part of our community. And if by some chance we have the opportunity to solve a problem for you, great. If not, no big deal. You're still a part of a great community and we'd love to have you be a part of it. That to me is the goal of being an influencer, is building the community around you to where you have trust, respect, and the opportunity to influence people. I want to bring up one more point before we run out of time. And I'm glad we went with all of this. You know, Casey introduced you as an expert, um, an expert in LinkedIn. I have a a methodology, a thought about expert. People walking around telling them, everybody, I'm an expert, don't know the first fucking thing about what they're doing. I never said to anybody, I'm an expert. expert, right? Ever. I just go do what I do, how we talked about it and said, Look, you're 100% authentic because whatever you're sharing, you're doing, you know, the barrier to entry to coaching is zero. You could be an absolute failure and tomorrow hang a shingle out and say, I'm a life coach. I'm an energy coach. I'm a, all of this crap that things are going around. Here's my take. The people there last night bought you because you do it. Yep. Like you showed real examples of 
hey, my role is to develop relationships at scale. Here's how I do it. If you can learn something along the way, great. But you weren't going around, well, we're the best and we're the number one. And what was funny is that in our conversation with Brad, our strategies are polar opposites. Correct. He just does not. Um, he does it very different. He wants There's a no filter. He wants, he, give me all the masses and I'll go to everybody, which, and I, I didn't bring this up in the call with him, but I'm interested to continue the dialogue with him. When you look at his LinkedIn strategy and what he does on LinkedIn, he doesn't, he's not really there. He's almost non-existent on LinkedIn as opposed to Instagram and the other places. So I'm, you know, to me, it, it, it's different platforms, different philosophies and different businesses, but that's why LinkedIn is its own animal. That's why social people say it's social media for business. It's not. It's so much more than that. It's more in-depth and it's more valuable than you could ever really imagine because you think that it operates like those other platforms, but it doesn't operate that way at all. Yeah. So, you know, what I shared, you know, and Sandra Murphy, who reached out to me with a note this morning to connect. Thank you for normal etiquette. You know, yep. you don't walk up to somebody on the street and go, hey, let's connect. Whoa. Glad that resonated with her. So, but she said, thanks for opening my eyes to see that this is just a different kind of networking. Right. It's so much more real than any, like last night, it was hard to meet people. They were there for a short time. They were there for a presentation. You got a little bit of chit chat, you know, so you can follow up. But every single person in that room, if you had their, if you could follow them or find them on LinkedIn, you'd know a lot about them and find one thing to connect. Hey, I didn't know you did this. Or like with Kevin that's here this morning, Kevin Jean, you know, hey, I didn't know you know Rich Rogers. Rich yep. Rogers and I go way back. Rich Rogers was the first guy that said to me, I only want to do business with CEOs who play golf. And I said, dude, you're out of your mind. Right. No way. You're crazy. You know, you know, and then I thought about it. And then I said, well, all of those people that he's reaching out to, they're into golf and he's right. a really good golfer. That's a really good conversation. And guess what? He built a built, you know, huge business on it. So, so fun. So great. At the end of the day, as a dad, <laughs> you blew my mind, kid. You uh, you continue in a very short period of time to over impress, over deliver. I can't wait for your book to. Uh, your books are here. Your books will be available. Shout out to Chris Gaba, who's here this morning. I oh, love it. And so that was the other takeaway for me last night is just the huddle community. The huddle community was well represented there, and I think that was just another driver for people of like. We built this thing on LinkedIn and look at the way it comes to life in person when you're in an event and the way it connects the dots around the room. So awesome stuff. Thank you to the huddle for supporting by, last night. By Thank the way, you guys for supporting. I had coffee, one of my 50 cups of coffee in person. I know. This. What an amazing story. And Can't wait to work with his If team. you're in the area and you have a dog, that's the doggy hotel you want to go to, man. That is five star. That is perfect. I mean, so much passion. Really, what a great story. Love listening. Uh, huddle announcement. Tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday are our days off, man. Yeah. No <laughs> huddle are. Friday, no huddle Monday. It is Labor Day weekend. Football or college football will be in full swing this weekend. It's the last weekend before the NFL. 
So let's get after it. There will be, there will be, there will be a replay. So you will still get your entertainment from us, but it will be a replay. And a final shout out to Jay. It is so wonderful for me to be able to do that and recognize uh, somebody in the huddle who's not here this morning sent me a note and said my next book should be how to raise kids. (laughs) You know, and let's not leave. Uh, Jake out of the story because Jake is 24 and laying and waiting and just really building his skill sets. His business is off to the races. So thank you all. Thank you who showed up last night. Thank you, sir. Enjoy your time off with your family. I know I am. You know what's on my calendar tomorrow? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> awesome. Have a great weekend, guys. Let's get down to business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak My friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this